Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalameen. Wa afdala s-salaa wa atamu taslim. Ala Sayyidina Mawlana Muhammadan wa ala adihi wa sahbihi wa sallam ajma'in. Min kitab rahad al-sadihin li Sayyidina al-Imam al-Nawi rahimahullah ta'ala. Wa naf'ana bi'ulumi fiddarin ameen ila anqal. Hadith number 118. An Abi Dhar Aydan radiyallahu anhum. Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam qal. يصبح على كل سلام من أحدكم صدقة وكل تسبيحة صدقة وكل تحميدة صدقة وكل تهليلة صدقة وكل تكبيرة صدقة وأمر بالمعروف صدقة ونهي عن منكر صدقة ويجزئ من ذلك ركعتان يركعهما من الضحى رواه مسلم. This is also narrated by Abu Dhar. As was the previous hadith, hadith number 117, that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu wasallam said, Every morning charity is due on behalf of every joint in your body. Every tasbih, yani saying subhanallah, is charity. Every tahmeed, yani saying alhamdulillah, is charity. Every tahleel, saying la ilaha illallah, is charity. Every takbir, yani saying Allahu akbar, is charity. Commanding good is charity and forbidding evil is charity. However, two rak'ahs of salah at mid-morning, yani two cycles of the duha prayer, suffices for all of this. So alhamdulillah, we learn in this blessed hadith of our Prophet wasallam of the importance of showing gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and giving charity. In the specific meaning, which it's not mentioned in this hadith because it's assumed, the specific meaning of charity is giving out from one's wealth. But then in the broadest meaning of the word charity, which includes not just giving out from someone's wealth, but doing all other acts of goodness, shukran lillahi ta'ala ala azimi minnata, as a way of showing gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the greatness of his blessings upon us. And we know that charity, giving charity, it repels tribulation. And so, that our Prophet is teaching us here, sallallahu alayhi every morning that we have to give charity on behalf of every joint of our body to show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to preserve those gifts that we've been given by giving that charity because it wars off tribulation. And then the Prophet ﷺ opened up the door for us to be able to do that. So every time that we say, subhanallah, it's considered to be a charity. Every time that we say, alhamdulillah, every time that we say, la ilaha illallah, every time that we say, Allahu Akbar, all of these are detailed ways that our Prophet ﷺ is opening up the door for us to give charity and to show gratitude to Allah wa ta'ala out of giving thanks for everything that he's blessed with, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he continues on, calling to the good, forbidding evil. Both of these are considered to be charity. And then 
all of the other different ways he mentioned examples here, sallallahu but there are more ways that we can ultimately give charity. But then the Prophet sallallahu indicated to us a way that we could give charity in that mid-morning period such that it suffices from all of these joints upon which there is charity every single day. And this is to pray two rakahs of the duha prayer, the mid-morning prayer. And this indicates the greatness of the thawab, of the reward of praying these two rakahs. And Hujjat al-Islam Imam Ghazali says, generally speaking, with the exception of that morning period, we're praying roughly three hours a day. And so if you think about it, if Fajr is roughly around six, our next prayer is roughly around 12, Asr is roughly around three, Maghrib is roughly around six, not exactly, obviously in summer and winter it changes. And then we're praying that Isha a little bit after that, maybe an hour and a half, but sometimes, at times, oftentimes, Prophet would delay Salat Isha, so it's roughly every three hours. The exception there is the mid-morning period. And Imam Ghazali mentions that it's from the mercy of Allah Ta'ala because this is the main time where people are usually out earning a living. So Allah Ta'ala lighten the load on the believers. But if you think about that, from Salat al-Fajr all the way until Salat al-Dhuhr, there's no obligatory prayer. But for someone during that time where people tend to be preoccupied with their worldly lives, to take the time to pray to Rakat for the sake of Allah, it has immense reward. And Imam Ghazali even goes on to say that it's similar to the time at night when people tend to be sleeping for people to wake up and pray. There's such a great reward in that because the vast majority of people are sleeping. Likewise, when the vast majority of people are preoccupied with dunya, for us to take time to pray to Rakas of Duha is, has an immense reward with Allah Ta'ala. And the best time to pray it is halfway between sunrise and when the sun reaches its zenith. So let's just say that uh, sunrise is at 8 o'clock and Lohar is at 12. So then the best time would be to be able to pray at 10 a.m. So right during that mid-morning period, and the scholars differ whether or not Salat al-Ishraq and Salat al-Duha is the same, but we can just consider it to be the same prayer. So when we stay in the place that we prayed until about for our in our uh, geographical location, about 20 minutes, in more equatorial regions, about 16 minutes after uh, sunrise, and then pray to Rakas, that's also considered to be Duha, because that's when the time first enters and extends all the way until Duhar. You can pray 12 Rakas of Duhar, but actually this is one of the times that the Ekmal, the best way and optimal way to do it, is to pray 8 but up to 12 considered can, can be considered to be duha. And then if you want to pray nafira mutlaqa, unrestricted supragatory prayers, one can pray as much as they want to pray. We know that the likes of Imam al-Haddad, in one narration, 100, and another narration, 200, he would come back from school in the morning after uh, going early, and he would go into Masjid Adwi, and he would pray 100 rakas. And sometimes he would pray 200 rakas. So the door is open for us to pray in times that it is permissible. Pray as much as we want. And this would be addition, uh, in addition to the blessed duha prayer. But from the blessing of our Prophet, he opened up this door for us, وسلم, to pray these two rakahs. So this is something that someone who is seeking Allah and desiring closeness to him should never fail to do.
This is something that we should always do. Out of gratitude to Allah, we know this is how our worship of the Prophet was, out of gratitude to Allah, because he deserves to be worshipped. And one of the reasons the scholars may point to is that why it has such great merit is the rawatib, i.e., the very supererogatory prayers that we pray in association with the obligatory prayers are there to repair any deficiencies in the prayer itself. Whereas that this prayer that we're praying, the Salat al-Duha, is from pure gratitude to Allah. At a time, the vast majority of people are heedless. So inshallah ta'ala, we bring this prayer into our lives and we pray it consistently every single day of our lives until the day that we meet our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we can start with two rak'as and then slowly increase after that over a period of time. But the key is consistency. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us in all of our affairs and that bless us with kamal muta'ba and a complete following of our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad wa alayhi wa sallam wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.